0: actually a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void more prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What is up everybody and a happy Wednesday to you all as we gear up for the playoffs and TPC Boston in well less than 24 hours now. I'm recording this at about eight thirty nine o'clock so you know less than 24 hours. We are going to get golf in the northeast. I'm excited. This is the Against the Grain podcast, the third and final part of the Osmo awesome Golf Podcast Weekly Golf Podcast Series. I'm your host for them, Jason Roslin. And in this one, I go over just ownership. Ownership expected throughout the industry. Maybe a little bit of heavy focus on DraftKings and the Half Millionaire Maker Contest. This week, we've got a fun one. I'm excited. Obviously, when all the best players in the world are playing, it's great. I also love the golf course. You know, It reminds me of home a little bit. And of course, we've got a few other things like... Maybe some leverage spots on a few of my other favorite golfers, as I've had a leverage spot on Jordan Speed maybe for the last two and a half years uh, now. But uh, maybe a couple of my other golfers will slide in there as well. Uh, so let's jump right into it. And as we do each and every week is quickly review the winning, biggest money winning lineup of the week last week. And it was 100% total ownership of, Two entries from this user winning the Half Millionaire Maker Contest. Webb Simpson was at 37% owned. Kevin Kisner, over 20% owned. Billy Horschel, over 20% owned. Doc Redmond 12% owned. Denny McCarthy, 6% owned. And Mark Hubbard, 4% owned. So the key there, two less than 10% owned, even though he had some of the chalkiest plays on the slate. Still was able to get it done and a unique lineup as well. So uh, kudos to that user. Now we're going to go into Osmo's top 10 for this week. The Northern Trust. Number one coming in on the board is Adam Scott. Then we've got John Rahm, both above 20%. Then Patrick Reed, whose form and course history seems to be generating a lot of buzz and interest. Understandably so. Patrick Reed. Then Xander Schauffele. Pat Cantlay, the Ryder Cup teammates there. Ty Hatton is next. Hideki Matsuyama slides in under him. Jason Day comes in next. Then some JM, who had a great week last week. A nice bounce back. Finally looked like he could be back in form. Then we've got Webb Simpson and Billy Horschel to end the top 10 this week. Now as we go into our individual pricing categories, and then what I'll do is I'll go into... uh, uh, our at the end of this i'll go into the little multiplier segment for superdraft the sponsor of this show and i'll talk a little bit about them and how you can gain earn some leverage not just by going uh, down the multiplier but also maybe some pivots off of some more known names that are down there so we'll get into that in just a little bit but before we do let's head on into DraftKings and FanDuel uh again this is a basis of The uh, half millionaire maker contest uh, for DraftKings, if you're wondering. But it should, depending on what contest you're playing in, it should resemble it pretty closely. So this week, 10,000 above, we're back to the six golfers that we typically have. But the lowest ownership we've seen out of above 10K, even five when there's been five golfers, just a a lot of people, instead of paying up here and saying, how many times has paying up really worked since the restart? Well, uh, it's worked a couple of times. Justin Thomas has a, has a win in there. Bryson DeChambeau has a win in there. But on the whole, it seems like people are, or gamers are, finding it much easier to go down the list. So John Rahm going to come in the top at ten thousand. He's going to be close to twenty percent owned, and I think we're going to get the drop off. Roy McElroy has not had a top ten. I've probably said that a bunch of times. <laughs> Might say it a couple more because it's. Pretty shocking since the restart. uh, Really struggling without fans. So I guess until we see a top 10 from him, uh, it seems like gamers are are not ready to jump back in there. Maybe around 15%. Bryson DeChambeau at 11-1, probably around 15%. That's where he's been getting in the big contest. Uh, Just an interesting mark. Colin Morikawa, if he wins, he becomes the number one golfer in the world this week. Regardless of what happens outside of that, he's only going to come in about 10%, as is Justin Thomas, the highest priced golfer this week. Probably between ten and thirteen percent. Dustin Johnson, however, man, what a roller coaster he's on! A couple of rounds in the eighties, then a win and a second place at a major. I mean, it's it's just a really big roller coaster. As is his DraftKings price, and and I don't think the multitude of gamers are going to back him at ten four this week. So I think he's gonna he's gonna be your one spot to come in under ten percent. But with Colin Morikawa and Justin Thomas right there as well. um... And even so, going forty percent, Bryson DeChambeau, which would be three X the field on on what I have projected here. None of those seem out of the ordinary. So for the the against the grain plays, I really think you can get your favorite spot here in um, your favorite player. Unless it's Rom, then you're committing about half of your lineups to it, which you know again maybe is a little bit too much for a guy that's priced ten <clears> thousand. Okay, let's move down uh, the list here. We've got eighteen golfers between eight and nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine. Their total ownership, two hundred and thirty percent. So a stark contrast of what we've seen the last two weeks, where they've really loaded the high sevens and mid-seven k sections as DraftKings has. This week, though, we're not going to get Tony Finau below eight thousand. We're not going to get Adam Scott below eight thousand. Um, we're not going to get Tommy Fleetwood below $8,000. we are not going to get Paul Casey below 8000 So back to focusing more on this type of build rather than uh, making it a little bit easier, which, you know, again, anytime you make pricing harder, it should give the people that put more time and effort and research into it uh, more of an edge. That's just uh, how it typically works. Um, okay, so uh, with that being said, Xander Shoffley, Pat Cantlay, who have been consistent in this top 9K range uh, they're going to go probably close to 20%. Adam Scott, uh, as Osimo awesome, has, the top projected guy, no surprise. He's going to be in that 15 to 20% range. I already mentioned a couple others, Reed, Matsuyama, and Simpson as well. All going to be highly owned. You'll maybe have a little bit of a drop-off when you get to Daniel Berger, Ty Hatton, Scotty Scheffler, Paul Casey, Tommy Fleetwood. I think they're all going to come between 12 and 15%, though. I, I don't think you're going to get too much variation. I mean, you're going to get a total ownership of 230%. Out of eighteen golfers, and only two of them touching twenty. So you know you've got a lot of a lot of spots to fill up some ownership uh, for sure. I think one of the most interesting ones is going to be Tiger Woods this week. I'm projected around thirteen percent. I think it's a really good spot for him. I think he's shown us in a couple of starts that he's done that his irons look good. His putter as he's gone to a longer putter uh, to help get into a stance now. Um, you know, I'm a golfer. Not good. You know, I, I used to be good. And, you know, since I've had a child, I'm not so great anymore. But still a single-digit handicap nonetheless. I can tell you that when I when I putt, if I have a, a bad back or I slept wrong or I picked up my kid wrong, and it is tough to get into a stance if you have a shorter putter. There's no doubt. And I love putting with a shorter putter. <laughs> not as short as Matt Wallace. Uh, that's for sure. Matt Wallace and, and even Mark Hubbard look like they're putting with with the the putter that I bought James, my son, a couple weeks ago there. Um, But in any case, still, he's gone to a longer putter to try and help his back, uh, to help him get into a stance without putting strain on his back and on his quads. Um, Just keeping things so that they're not tight. It makes sense, for sure. Uh, But he has not found the putting stroke with it yet. And it'll come. He's Tiger Woods. He will figure it out, as he always does. If not, then he'll probably just go back to the old putter and put his back maybe a little bit on the line. Still, maybe uh, that's enough about Tiger Woods. However, still plenty of other spots. Dan Berger, uh, I mentioned as well. Then we should get four plays at or under 10% this week. Certainly the first one is quite interesting. Victor Hovland, the first time we're probably going to see that. And he's back to 8,200. So certainly an interesting spot there. Matt Fitzpatrick, who's relied on his putter only. And then Brooks Kepka and Justin Rose will round out the last two. Both of them coming off terrible starts last week. Okay, I already talked about Tiger being a good against the green play. I think Victor Hovland, if his ownership continues to trend down, certainly an interesting play there as well. All right, now we've got thirty-four golfers that are priced from seven thousand to seventy-nine nine. Total ownership of close to 200% led by Abraham Anser. So where Abraham Anser was uh, a a little bit uh, cheaper at the PGA Championship. Actually, it's the same price. I'm I'm sorry now that I'm looking at it. So he's going to gain around the same ownership that he did, around 15 to 20%. Sungjae Im having a much better week last week. I suspect will come in higher than the printed 12% that I have now. That'll probably get readjusted for me before uh, lock time. He's probably above 15%. Gary Woodland... Struggled to find uh, a stride after playing well in the first round of the PGA Championship. Uh, so maybe form isn't too far there, but certainly uh, ran out of muster there. He did still make the cut and all. This golf course will be way easier this week than that, though. Harris English also trending higher and playing well. Ricky Fowler had one of the worst miscuts probably in major history with that whiff of a one-inch putt on 17 after really playing well in the second round and getting himself under par, and just an absolute brutal way to miss the cut, Ricky. Uh, Probably around 10%. Billy Horschel also, after a second place last week, will uh, get 10%, as will Matt Wolf. Those will probably be the only guys above 10%. I think you're going to be able to get leverage spots on some golfers that are playing phenomenally right now. Cameron Champ, maybe not phenomenally, but playing very well. Cam Champ, Doc Redman, Kevin Kisner, all coming off of at least a top 10 in their last start. Uh, Siwoo Kim as well. I'm sorry, I forgot about mentioning him. Yeah, Siwoo Kim is playing fantastic. He's played every single week. He's, you know, turning into his uh, country mate there, uh, Sung jae and playing every week. But he hasn't played the weekend um, every week, so maybe not that tired. Louis Oosthuizen also going to be owned in this 5 to 10% range, as is Matt Kuchar. And, oh, yes, why not, Jordan Spieth. Uh, that leaves us, though, with, like, probably 19 golfers that are going to be at or under 5%. A couple of names that uh, I am interested in. Joaquin Neiman, Dylan Fratelli, Miliano Grio Alex Norin, Harold Varner. All of them are playing at least well once during this restart. A couple of those guys like Rio and Fratelli playing well a couple of times, as has Varner. So definitely some names there under 5% or at 5% that I will certainly be a part of my GPP player pool this week. <clears> okay, <throat> hey, lastly, we've got 67 golfers with a total ownership of about 100% here this week. Uh, roughly similar to last week with about 30 less golfers. Lucas Glover is going to lead it as he's gone from you know almost one of the highest priced golfers at the 3M to below 7K here in the 125 man field. Sam Burns playing very well right now. Probably going to be about 5% as is Kevin Non, Richie Worenski, who's also playing quite well. Scott Stallings hasn't missed a cut since the return. He'll probably get around 5%. And Henrik Norlander I've coined maybe too often now, maybe getting repetitive, uh, as the Jason Kokrak of this year. Speaking of Jason Kokrak, he'll probably be owned in this 3 to 5% range. Guys like Bud Colley, Cam Davis, Mark Hubbard, Brian Harmon, also going to be in that 3 to 5% range this week. Okay, so that will do it. Of course, if you want more information or are looking for uh, just a visual on all of what I expect the ownerships to be this week, go out and check out my Against the Grain article live now on the Osmo, uh, and free, of course, on Osmo.com, and check it out. So now, going to thank Super Draft, the sponsor of our show, and we're going to do a little multiplier segment here for all of you uh, playing over there. They're giving away $1,500 to first place this week, so be sure to check it out. <clears throat> okay. So if you haven't played the multipliers I've been, then great. I'm going to tell you a little bit about it. The future of daily fantasy sports has arrived. Experience Superdraft's exclusive game mode multipliers. Say goodbye to salary restrictions and hello to lineup freedom. Use your fantasy sports knowledge to draft any player you want and build your very own dream team. Countless lineup possibilities let you experience daily fantasy sports the way you want. Superdraft offers contests for right now for MLB. NBA, PGA, NASCAR, and MMA, so you can enjoy the best of DFS all year round. Sign up for Superdraft today using promo code OSMO10. You can get 10 free on your first deposit of 10 or more, and 20 free on your first deposit of 100 or more. Find it in the App Store or play at Superdraft.io. Superdraft. No limits and more winning. Okay, so this week, you know, with only 120 players in the field, the highest uh, multiplier is 1.65x. Doc Redmond and Cam Champ. So Doc Reven six at one point four five x and Cam Champ at one point three five x. I expect those guys uh, with with pretty good scoring ability to be pretty highly owned and good plays. Uh, now, if you want to add a couple of guys or pivot off of them, you know I, I don't get me wrong. I certainly believe in both of them this week. Um, but if you want to pivot to maybe some other guys or a little bit deeper down multiplier, look at Sam Burns. Dylan Fratelli, Cam Davis as some pivots, especially Cam Davis has been scoring very well lately. This golf course is certainly not overly hard by any stretch. Okay, so that will do it for me. About 14 minutes, which is perfect. I think that brings our total this week. I want to say it's, uh, I think it was like uh, about 53 minutes. So not bad. Uh, We'll uh, look to aim for that each and every week. So if you're looking for more and it's before 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Wednesday night... Come check out Ben Raz and I live on the Live Before Lock Show, uh, of course. And also, uh, if not, check it out on Playback uh, if you're getting it before tomorrow morning. And just for all of you that are following along, the slate locks at right around, no, not right around, right at 7.20 in the morning. Going out in threesomes on both sides. They're going out in two different waves of 60 golfers. Vaughn Taylor, again, looks like a withdraw there. <clears throat> the weekend, though, with only 65, should be uh, two sums, uh, again, hopefully, unless there's, of course, weather problems. So until next time, everybody, we will see you on the other side. Thanks for joining. Cheers.